0: Because lowering our stress will make us a better person, a happier partner, mom, friend, neighbor, etc. And the best part is happiness is contagious. Enjoy this episode. So hi there, it's Denise Eckert from Balance Me Coaching. And I love bringing you techniques and different practices to help you reduce your stress. And today I've got Lou and Sherry of the Lou Everett Group. And they're known for their highly effective coaching, teaching and speaking on the importance of personal growth and how it impacts our influence as a leader. Hi there, Lou and Sherry. How are you?
1: Good. Doing great, good. Denise. Thanks for
0: having us on. Now, can you explain a little bit of what your company does and what kind of work
2: do you do? Certainly. Did you want to take that
1: one? Yeah, sure. Yeah. So, um, so we are the Lou Everett Group. We are a husband and wife duo, uh, and we are certified executive leadership and personal development coaches and corporate trainers. Uh, So we really focus on the leadership development and effective communication for small businesses. And and we do that with very direct strategies to help build leaders from within. We also prevent toxic work culture, and we also provide compliance training, such as diversity and inclusion. So we love transforming today's leaders is what we truly Mm -hmm. are passionate about.
0: Now, what kind of companies do you normally work with or do you enjoy working with?
2: Well, we enjoy working with nonprofits, um, a lot just because they, uh, you know, nonprofits, the nonprofit space tend to have a very unique, um, desire and focus on the person because it is a nonprofit generally. And that is the main goal. Um, but we also really do enjoy the challenge of working in the corporate space as well, working with companies that, that have teams, uh, and that face those types of challenges, especially as they're growing or as they're transitioning new leaders in. Are trying to find the ones that are uh, that that show that they're going to be great leaders in succession planning. So both sides of those spectrums we really do enjoy the challenge of, and we're able to provide uh, those types of services for them.
0: And now, what kind of training or courses have you taken to get this far?
2: Mm. It's a good question. Quite a bit, actually. <laughs> I know for me, I, I can start to there. Uh, it goes back to when I was twelve years old. To be honest with you, my mother was a. Uh, didn't Didn't allow me to listen to my music in the car which was trying to drop me off at school or the friend's house. It was instead uh, it was popping in Tony Robbins tapes or John Maxwell tapes or Zig Ziglar whatever it was that she was into at that time. So right from the beginning, um, I was I was kind of engulfed into that in that mindset. And so as a as a middle school high schooler, I began taking courses. Uh, to be as a, as a young leader as a teen leader uh through through some of those mentors that i consider mentors now in my life because i've worked with them and got some of those trainings uh, but as an adult as i went through management and, and got into management at a young age i was uh just just turned 18 17 actually about 17 and a half, 17 my first leadership role management role uh and, and had to learn the hard way what real leadership really is so the failure is a, is a is a good learning tool but I went through a lot of different programs that some of the companies that I've worked for have prepared us for and provided for whether it comes to leadership or team development or team building and the, the normal check-the-boxes style trainings too, right? But outside of that, uh, we have joined the John Maxwell team. We've been part of training through uh, high-level um, experts in the in the D&I space for training there. Uh, and so we're, we're constantly trying to keep, keep uh, involved into those things so that we can make sure that we are up to date Uh, with the current challenges that that these companies are facing today.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now, as a business owner, this show is basically how to reduce your stress. How can you reduce a
2: business owner's Mm -hmm. stress with the work that you do? Providing strategy. You see, there's this there's this mentality of work life balance, right? And I love what Sherry calls it. What do you
1: call it? Yeah, it's it's more for trying to get harmony, right? And I know I was chasing after that, and being in my you know different careers I've had was always work life balance, right? It's always a, the that word, that catchphrase that mm-hmm. everybody uses, and I fell into that trap too. So you know I, I'm I'm not perfect and or anything. I I fell into that 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 concept until we start developing yourself and start you know, reading and and transforming my own life, I realized that it's really not the work-life balance. It's actually the harmony. There's going to be ebbs and flows in life anyway. And we need to embrace that and and just prepare for the next crisis or the next, what's going to, what's next, what's next. To be curious, but to be prepared and be proactive as best as possible and to control what we can control, Right. Um, So harmony is what I like to use ever since I've learned about that and to share that with others uh, through the techniques uh, of what we do and looking at uh, starting as a leader and leader lens. Anyway, what we do is all starts with you first. It starts with starts with us, starts with the me principle as part of our principles. It starts and ends with us.
2: Yeah, as a leader. Right. And not not that not in a selfish way, but in a development way. Right. We're not saying me first. We're saying you develop yourself first. You can't really develop other people unless you do that. And so that harmony between what we do for work, what we do in our business and our, what we do in our life needs to be in harmony or in alignment. It's always going to, it's always going to kind of blend in. Right. I mean, there's so stop trying so hard to, I cut work off at work. It's a great concept. But as if you are in a leadership position or leadership role or you're your own business even, that's virtually impossible. We might not work at home or bring work into our life, but our stress can certainly impact that personal life. And the way we help combat that is by creating very strategic ways to develop yourself as a leader first. Because when you then can take that personal development very directly, then you can understand the value of how to harmonize or or be in alignment with what it is that you are being called to do, whether it's in life or in business. So that's where it begins, developing yourself first.
0: Yeah, that's very powerful. And it's funny because yes, my company's name is Balance Me. Mm -hmm. And I really don't like the word balance, but I always say, what does balance look like for you? Yeah. And I love that word harmony and I've been using a lot of blended because a lot of us are working from home and it's that blended life where you can spend an hour doing work and then an hour doing something else. So it's had a, I love the word harmony. So thank you for bringing that to my attention. Sure. <laughs> so what's the passion and purpose of your business? Oh man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Well, definitely, our, our mission is definitely transforming today's lives, or, or tra- transforming today's leaders, uh, and which incorporates lives, of course. Uh, but we love love that, and and the reason being, and what it stemmed from, in our which really turned the corner for our business was back in 2018, August of 2018, I was in the hospital in the ICU in the burn center for 10 days uh, with a rare disease. Uh, it started out as a simple cold, but it kept progressing. And it, it, it turned into a life and death situation. Um, what would? Long story short, basically uh, I, my good mucous membranes uh, was, were being attacked and I was burning from the inside out. So thankfully I survived with the good doctors here in North Carolina uh, with very minimal damages. And, but really with that experience, I really, we really had a newfound purpose. And that's where my transformation really spurred and dug deeper into the personal development. And ironically, we were already starting our business on the side anyway Mm -hmm. in the leadership space. Uh, But now this really gave a new purpose because realizing that the work environment that it was leading up to this was a very high stressful, high, you know, uh, go, go, go all the time, which I was used to. However, not used to was verbal abuse and expectations of working 70 plus hours a week just to make sure you maintain your metrics at all times. And there was no downtime. There wasn't enough downtime. So that constant putting your body in stress Mm -hmm. all the time at a long period of time is not good. Uh, And I wasn't the only one getting sick. I just happened to land myself in the hospital. So so we had a newfound purpose, uh, like I said, in that where leadership is not positional, it's influence, nothing more, nothing less. So that's really stemmed our purpose and our why of how we can be proactive and help employees, help organizations, profit, nonprofit, to understand that leadership is a huge responsibility and we, if you like, you know, it's a burden as well, you know, but we need to be understanding to the, to be that people centric and not run your people to the ground just so you can get that next dollar and be that billion dollar company mm-hmm. where it's all for the bottom line. And we get that and, 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 and you know, we all got to eat, right. Mm-hmm. But at what cost? And there's tons of great companies out there that can be people centric and, and and, t- and and take care of their people, mm-hmm. and still be a profitable company. Uh, with
2: that, yeah, and that's and that's really where, you know, we we started with a passion of, of trying to help leaders and other people and organizations understand that that old nineteen seventies leadership capitalist playbook of leadership is it's it's gone. It, we have to get rid of all of it. Um, because that's not where we are today. There is, uh, and as a leader, one of the one of the we we have we we're co-writing and uh, authoring a book that's new, that's due to be out in September, called Empowerment Leadership: The Ten Principles Every Leader Must Follow to Lead with Influence. And those ten principles encompass all of those responsibilities of a leader. One of those responsibilities is others. That's the O in empowerment. Other people. And the biggest question is, is how are we empowering them? How are we giving them the, 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 the equipping them uh, to, to do their, do, fill their role in a way that is aligned with our vision and mission of the company, but also gives them something that they can sink their feet into and feel that they're a part of and that they're being listened to. That's where we are today. So that is our passion because of the experience we've had to endure and Sherry had to endure to realize that, man, even big companies or you know, companies that are well-known need this help so bad because there are people inside this company that are being infected and affected by the top-down leadership style uh, of positional leadership that is affecting their teams and their people that results in, 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 in attrition, right. Employee attrition and, and people leaving and talking bad about the company and damage that can be done by that. Right. Yeah. And the money that can be saved. I mean, the bottom line is the bottom line. Yeah. I was in the executive level. I've been in corporate level for, for a long time and, and the bottom line is very important. And as a leader, we're responsible for the bottom line, right. Cause it comes down to us. Like, okay, we've got to make sure we hit the, Hit these metrics, hit these goals, but how do we relay that to our team in a way that does not give them that full responsibility because that's our responsibility, and gives them in a way that they're going to be a part of it and they want to work for, you, want to work with you, not have to work for you. Yeah, that's what we want. We want them to, to follow up. So that that is our passion,
0: and that's very powerful too because if you feel like you're part of something and you know what you're striving for, you're gonna give your 100%. Right. If you have someone just that leader, the old leadership style, I know, cause I actually took leadership in university where it was almost like a dictatorship
1: mm-hmm.
0: and you were resistant all the time. You know, right. you, you weren't there, you,
2: you didn't wanna be there. And it's completely, it's nice to see this all changing. And that's the that's the that's the bottom line there is, mm-hmm. is, that, uh, is the changing. And we're seeing it. We're seeing it um, overall. Mm-hmm. Um, the challenge that that businesses are facing, I believe right now we've seen right now, is that there's many times that leadership at the top feel and believe that it's changed. but they're so far removed from mm-hmm. front line that there's actually a lot of infection going on there. And the morale, things like this. If you feel like, if you see like, why is the morale down? We did our yearly employee survey. How come people aren't happy on this particular team or that particular team? I don't understand. Our core values are very clear. Our mission is very clear. We have it posted on the wall. Everyone should should know. Uh, We teach this all the time. They know what we're. Well, if you're seeing that these are the challenges right now that you're facing, that's the time to bring people like us in to do a culture survey, right? Let's do a survey, uh, which was something else that we do as well. We'll come in and do a culture survey. Every employee, including leadership, compile that data, find out where that gap is, and then come up with a strategic plan so that gap can be closed. Then that way, now you've got engagement and you've got employees feel like they're a part of a solution instead of part of the problem. (laughs) yeah you're not saying they're part of the problem how you behave and how you talk make employees feel like they're part of the problem people don't want to go into work when they feel like they're part of the problem (laughs) that's what makes them feel anxious at night and upset stomachs in the morning and get sick because they don't want to be there they're there because they have to because they need to get paid you want people to work for you because they want to work for you that's that is true leadership right there
0: yeah that's great so we're going to wrap this up. Are there any final words that you'd like to share with the audience?
2: Just, uh, just to remember, if, as if, if you're in a position of leader or if you are a business owner, and even if you're not either one of those, it's a parent or if you're part of the community, you are a leader. Everyone is. Understand that our stress levels, we're talking about stress here. That's really what your show is about and how we can reduce stress. Yes. We have to understand that it's not about us. It's about them, about people. Right. If we can if we if we look at things that way, it's not about me. It's about them. The stress kind of falls off because you realize that you're doing everything you can for other people as a leader. Your people, the ones that you're leading, it's about them. It's not about me. Then you see, you'll find your stress kind of become a little bit more as you use balanced because you see that you're doing what you can for other people. That's that's number one. And I think the second thing I want to say here. Um, is that just just remember, if you are in a leadership position for another company, all stress is gonna do is cause you physical ailments, stress in your family life. Just remember, in a company, if you work for them and that's the stress they're putting on you, you're dispensable. They will replace you like that. It's not about them. In that moment, it's about your family. It's about your stress levels, about how you manage that. So understand that uh, when it comes down to it, it starts with you as a leader. It ends with you as a leader. And you can only give at the level of your own growth. After that, you can't give anymore. So continue to grow so that you can give out more. That, in my opinion, reduces a whole heck of a lot of stress. Yes, it does. (laughs) That's very heartfelt. I love that. And feel free to reach out to us. Just go to Lou Everett group.com. Um, and uh, you, you can connect with us right there. we via phone or fill out a form to connect with us and set up a time to meet with us right there and right there on our website. We'd love to chat yeah. just mm-hmm. to see where you are and how we can, uh, how we can help you and how we can be in alignment.
0: Yeah. So now we're putting all your contact information in the show notes and the comments and all the different posts. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for your time. It was a pleasure to have you on the show. And it's great information. It really makes people think of where they stand in their company. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks, Denise, for having us.
1: thanks so much. Appreciate
0: it. Thank you for listening to the Calm Your Daily Stress podcast. Have you ever wondered what your stress personality is? Are you a self-care goddess or a burnout queen? Well, you can find out by taking my free quiz. You just need to go to www.stressquiz.info to find out where you rank.
2: Sending you love and peace, and I'll see you in the next episode.